Hey, everybody, guess what? It's your favorite time of the year again. It's my birthday time, and I am very excited. Um, I will be 28 on Thursday, and I still remember my birthday last year celebrating in Miami. And here we are for another birthday, by the grace of God. I'm going to be 28, and I am so excited about it. So it's a Saturday night. For the first time in a long time, I'm staying put. I ain't got no lashes on. I'm not getting dressed for a turn up. I'm not traveling. I ain't got no social plans. It's just me. The Spike Lee movie, Mo Better Blues, I got playing in the background. My MacBook, a goblet of water, and a snack. Um, I wanted to spend my last weekend of 27 ushering in peace of mind and happiness, you know, being still and allowing God to like speak to me. And just embracing the fact that I'm getting older, that this has been one hell of a year, and that I'm excited about transitioning to another age, a different level, a different um, area of life, I'm celebrating my growth, and I am really in the prime of my womanhood, and I'm so elated about it. So, you know, for the past couple years, you all have been with me where I do the tradition where I write down everything I've learned um, right before my next birthday. And this year is no exception. So if there was one word I had to use to describe my 27th year of life, it would be a roller coaster. Um, And I'm talking about a ride that has been filled with emotions, good ones and bad ones, happiness, new experiences, disappointments, perspectives, turnups, new relationships, old relationships. I mean, it has been interesting and a not so fun sometimes ride to self-discovery and awareness. Um, I've been pushed out of every single comfort zone I've ever known and catapulted into another improved version of myself. And I must say, this new Monique is pretty darn fierce. I am not the same person that I was in January. I'm not the same person that I was yesterday. And the growth that I've seen in myself is just mind-boggling. So for the past couple months, since I turned 27 or even since the beginning of 2015, I've literally been praying to God, like, what has this year been all about? Um, why have I had to climb certain mountains? Why have I had to block certain people? Why have I been highly favored, even at times when I don't deserve it? You know, why did God kind of snatch me out of situations and places and things and snatch people out of my life? Um like, God, what has this year been about? What, have you, what are you trying to show me? What are you trying to teach me? What are you trying to highlight in my life? And it wasn't until I sat down with my um, advisor for this young black professional development group I'm in at work that it was like a light bulb went off. It was like everything that I had been praying to God about, God like showed me in a 30-minute meeting. So I sat down with my advisor, and we were going over the results to my strength finders test and my Moritz, Morris Briggs assessment test. I think that's how I pronounce it. And basically those tests are assessments where they teach you about your personality and they highlight your strengths and weaknesses and kind of show you how you fit in the workplace, but how you fit in life. Like what are those things that make you tick? What are those things that you need to flourish? What are those things that are essential to your being, essential to you functioning and how you can capitalize on them and how you can work on them? And it became clear to me that that's what the season of my life has been about, to truly love myself and understand myself. And I'm not talking about like that surface kind of love where, 
of course, everybody loves themselves to some degree. Like, I love myself. Happy to be here. Don't want to be no other place. You know, I, I cater to myself, all those things. And I'm talking about that love that's like unconditional, that love that embraces all those horrendous and like ugly parts of yourself, that love that loves your weaknesses too. I think we live in a society where we always, we want to capitalize on our strengths. Like, oh yeah, I do this really well, but we never really talk about the things that we don't do well. And if we don't do it well, we don't really highlight those things. It's just like, we don't love those things. We don't, we don't really like invest in those things in terms of making them better. And that's what this has been about, about myself, my level of self-awareness for Monique Mitchell. Like, Monique, are you really aware of who you are and what your stake, like how important you are and what stakes you have in life? Like, that's what this has been about. So as I sat down and I got those results about how, believe it or not, I'm actually an introvert. I enjoy spending time with myself than I do with other people. It all became so clear to me that I might have been doing life wrong for the past 27 years. All the things I thought I knew about myself um, have been wrong. And I've literally been like fighting with myself, like, girl, you do know yourself, girl. This is what you like. Meanwhile, I'm a completely different person than what I thought I than I thought I was or what I thought people wanted me to be. And that's what this time period of my life has been about. Um, and so I literally sat here uh, and I was like, God, I see what you're doing here. Um, just when I thought I had it all figured out, just when I thought I knew everything about myself, just when I thought I've arrived, God, I done, I done struggled, I done been through stuff, you know, I lost my dad, you know, I got over that hump. You know, even with working, I sacrificed you know, salaries, and I've sacrificed so many things to do what I love. You know, just when I thought I found my place in life, God, like, pulled the rug from under me and made me realize I don't, and he reminded me that he is God, his plan is better than mine, that there's beauty and chaos, and that I need to fully trust him. You know, just when I thought I found somebody I like, God, like, snatched him out of my life. Thank God he did. Hallelujah. And he just kind of showed me, girl, I got this. Follow me. I'm going to take you where you need to go. So when I started writing down the list of things that I've learned this year, I just started just like writing down thoughts and ideas. And I kind of went over all the things that I've done this year from traveling to Abu Dhabi to my promotion at work, to meeting new people, exploring new opportunities and manifesting all my dreams. Even with a few nightmares, I realized that my life is sweet. So my list started out with like 50 things. And I'm like, girl, you're not turning 50, you're turning 28. So you need to narrow that list down, sis. So I did that, and so my, my list that I'm about to get into is a compilation of conversations, situations, experiences, and epiphanies I've had over the last 365 days. So the first thing on my list um, is that I've learned that when people think you're flying, they want to fly with you too. And I need to be careful of the people that are in my flock and be leery of people with hidden agendas. I'm already a very guarded person, but in this season I've learned I need to be more guarded in a sense of... You know, people want to know you when they think that you're, like, the bomb.com. And there's nothing wrong with that. You want people to, like, you want people to to want to, like, love on you and be excited about you. You want people to pour into you. But some people don't have your, don't have your best interests. And some people will use you 
to their benefit because they think that you're juicy or they think that you're hot. And I have to always keep my blinders on and always focus on those people that love and support me and that pour into me and just kind of keep my eyes open for the people that are just here for for what they think that, that you got going on and just keep my, my circle very, very tight. Um, the next thing I've learned is that I get the greatest satisfaction for pouring into other people. Um, and I'm talking about the satisfaction to be like, oh yeah, girl, I helped her, but to see people grow and get to where they need to be. Um, I really enjoy being a mentor for people like, and helping people reach their highest level. Um, so this summer, I kind of took a break from blogging. Not because I didn't want to, not because I just wasn't, I just wasn't in the mood. I just was, I just wanted to live my life. I just wanted to, to be free and, and not feel like I was confined in, in a space. And so it wasn't until people sought after my advice and people sought after my opinion that I realized that I was needed in this space for some reason. Um, I get the greatest satisfaction out of people trusting me with their vulnerability and their their insecurities and their issues and the things that they've been through. And so being able to help people kind of navigate their way through that, giving people advice and the fact that people trust what I have to say and trust my opinion, that makes my heart so happy. Like that's probably one of my biggest accomplishments of the year is like sitting down with people, helping them, helping them get through things and knowing that I had a part of them growing and reaching their highest level. Um, the next thing I've learned is don't allow temporary situa- situations to have permanent damage. Bad experiences are just those. Those are experiences that's not a destination. Like, those things help you get to your highest level. Um, I'm a super emotional person. I'm one of those people that's driven by my emotions. And sometimes when things don't go my way or when things go bad, I, I'm like, oh, God, my life is over. Like, what am I going through? Like, what's going on? But I have to realize that some things... Those are just a part of the growing pains of life. And you can heal from situations no matter how bad they are. You just have to remind yourself that this ain't it, girl. You went through that. Okay, cool. But life is going to keep moving. There's so much more to do. You just got to keep your engines running and keep and stay gassed up because you have other heights and other places to reach. Um, I've learned to celebrate my victories no matter how small, like, if I got, if I checked off all the things of my agenda for today, I'd be like, girl, you did that. I'm so proud of you. Because sometimes we we get so caught up in trying to highlight those like big victories. Like, oh, I got a bonus at work. Or, oh, I did this. That you forget that the little things, the little things add up to the big things. And you have to enjoy like those moments of small victories because those things are, it's so rewarding. And they're so awesome. Um, this summer, I've, probably had one of the best summers of my life where I've truly just done whatever I wanted to do. And some of my best moments have have been the ones that I haven't shared. Those moments where I've been with people that make me happy and I haven't like shared it has been so rewarding. Um, It's nothing like saving a couple things for yourself. Um, The sixth thing thing I've learned, I've been on this quest about manifesting love. And I have learned that love is something that evolves. Like, love is something that, that continues to grow. It's not stagnant. Um, my biggest thing is about loving myself completely. Like, loving that little dent on the side of my thigh that I got. Loving that pimple I get on my forehead. Loving 
all those areas of my life that people don't get to see. Loving those who love me back. You know, loving those who get me. Loving those who treat me like trash. Like, even those people that I feel like don't deserve my love, I even love them too. And that's my biggest thing. Like, I have a friend. He's so awesome and amazing. Like, he's kind of taught me about, like, the true meaning of love. You know, of course, love for myself, but even loving other people, you know, to operate in love at all times because that's one of the only things that's going to last is love. Like, how you love yourself and how you love other people even when you shouldn't love them. And that has been, like, one of those things that's given me peace of mind. Um, the next thing, the seventh thing on my list is securing the bar. And I did a podcast about securing the bar. Like, yes, we have standards. You said it. But she did secure it. Um, that I need to stick to my standards, values, and requirements. I'm one of those people, like, sometimes I'll be like, oh, but I really want this thing to work out. So even though this person didn't do what I, what I require them to do, I'm still going to give them some of my time. Nope. <clears throat> we're not functioning like that no more. I know what I require. I know what I need. I know those little, like, small things and, like, the fine print and the details of my life. If you can't if you can't rise to the occasion, then you don't get my time. And I have to secure that bar because if I don't give you a standard to, or level to treat me at, <clears throat> you're going to think it's okay to not do what you need to do to stay in my life. And so we got to secure that bar, get those nails in, screw them in real tight. Because there's just certain things that we aren't tolerating in this season of our life. <clears throat> um, the next one, my eighth thing is never apologize for shining, investing yourself. Now, sometimes I get uncomfortable with shining. Um, and I'm not talking about like service. So sometimes I, sometimes I am like a little bit coy about the things that I've accomplished. And sometimes I forget about all the things that I've done. Since I can't remember everything that I said I wanted to do, I've done it. Everything that I put my mind to, I've done it. And sometimes we have situations in life where we we forget. Like we get so caught up in trying to get to the next thing that we forget about the things that we've already done. And I have a bad habit of doing that. My mom always reminds me, you know, sometimes when things don't go wrong or I'm trying to get to like my next goal, I don't sit and bask in what I've already done. My mom's always just like, well, girl... You need to continue to trust God. Remember what he's already done. And I feel like, God, you're so right. And so I can't even be afraid. I can't be afraid to shine. I can't be afraid to, re- to remember what I've already done. I can't forget what God, where God has taken me from and where he's, gonna, like, where he's taking me next. Um, I've also learned, my ninth thing is that little things make me happy. Do you know that sitting in my room with my heater on, makes me happy. Going to the bookstore and looking at books, that makes me happy. Eating a hot chocolate chip cookie fresh out the oven from Chick-fil-A with those big chocolate chips and like little sprinkles of oatmeal in it make me happy. I find solace in the smallest things and it brings me so much gratitude. And so I've learned there's power in the little things. So you appreciate the little things, imagine how you appreciate the big things that make you happy. Um, the next thing is to have no expectations. 
Um, and when I say no expectations, go into things with an open mind. Don't put labels on things. Don't put limits on things. Just go into it and just be. Like, be still in the moment. Enjoy the moment. Some of my greatest things have been when I didn't expect anything. And God showed up and gave me more than I could have ever imagined. Um, the next thing, consistency is key and to form good habits. Now, my brain is like spaghetti noodles. Like, I'm literally all over the place all over time. Like, I'm always like... I'm a creative, so my mind is just like, oh, I got to do this. Oh, I got to do that. Oh, I got to. <sighs> Sometimes I just need to sit down, be organized, and form some, some better habits of being consistent. This year, I have been consistent, and then I've been inconsistent. I've been like, oh, girl, I'm going to do this. And before you know it, I didn't do it. So I've learned I have got to be consistent. I got to put my money where my mouth is. is. If I say I'm going to do it, I've got to do it because that's just a good habit I need to form. Next, I've got the power to live, persevere, grow, evolve, and flourish. I have all the power to live the be my best life and never give anybody any power over me to make me feel a certain way, to make me feel like I'm less than, never give anybody that power to be so invested in my peace of mind that I give them The power to think that they can like tell me what to do, tell me how to feel, and push their thoughts of what they think about me on myself. And so I realized I've got the power and I need to capitalize on it. I've got the power to do anything and everything that I want to do. And I've got the power to thrive. Um, the next thing is above all else, choose peace and happiness. There's something about peace and happiness that money cannot buy. Um, I've been through some situations where I've had like some toxic situations happen and I just was fighting for my peace of mind. I'm just like, oh my God, I just want to be happy. Oh my God, I just want peace. And it wasn't until I made it my mind that I was going to find that peace and be happy that it actually happened. And here I am. The 14th thing on my list is to give people a chance and not to write people off so easily. Um, I want those people, I don't hold grudges, but if you do something that I don't like, or if I feel like you don't have my best interests at heart. If I feel like I'm not emotionally safe with you, I will write you off. I will cut you off like it's nobody's business. And I need to work on that. Everybody is not the devil. Everybody is not, is not out to get me. Everybody isn't a bad person. And so I can give people a chance. Just how God is merciful with me, I can be merciful with other people. Because that's all about that's all about life and the growing pains of life. Um, oh, another one. Ooh, when I tell you God is working on working on me, is I don't have to show up to every battle. I want those people I'm always not that I have to prove myself, but I'm always like, well, no, this is how I feel. Like I'm always trying to make sure that in fights and battles that I come out unscathed. And I don't have to show up to every battle. I don't have to show up to the drama that's brought to my doorstep. I could just let some things be and just to let things go. And a pair with that is that sometimes you got to let some stuff go. There have been some situations where I just got to let stuff go. Like, I can't control it. Oh, well, let it go. Give it to God. He He's the only one that can fix it. And God, and nobody can fix it like God. So let it go. Pray about it and give it away. 
give it to the atmosphere, let the atmosphere do what it want with it, but I don't have to be a part of it. Um, the next thing is number 17 is to keep people guessing, to save some parts of yourself. I'm naturally an overshare. I'm naturally transparent, but it's just some stuff I just need to keep to myself that you don't have to know every move I'm making. You don't have to know what I was thinking that morning. And that even though being transparent is my gift, that sometimes I don't have to share my gift with everybody. Um, next is to be my own first love, to love myself, manifest the love for myself unconditionally, and to keep myself at the forefront of everything that I'm doing. Um, number 19, no matter how bad you want it, um, it doesn't mean it's good for you. There, I've seen God just strip things out of my life that I thought I wanted. The things that I thought I wanted really bad, he's taking it from me. Um, the situa- they just been some situations. I'm just like, oh my God, I want this so bad. This is what I want to work out. God has taken it away from me and shown me that he's got something better. Um, number 20, run it from it won't save you. I want those people, I'm just operating this out of sight, it's out of mind. Like, oh, if I don't see it, if I just forget about it. It won't pop up. And it wasn't until the summer. I was kind of running from a situation. Um, and the situation kept popping up wherever I was. And I'm like, well, God, I keep trying to get away from this goddamn situation. And it keeps being brought up. And it was God's way of showing me, girl, just because you pretending like it's not there doesn't mean it's not there. So until you deal with it and really nip it in the bud, it's not going to go away. So I've had to nip certain things in the bud and kind of like chop it off at the root. Instead of trying to pile dirt on it. Like, you can't pile dirt on a plant that's that's continuing to grow. You got to yank it up from the root and throw it away and give it away. Because running from it is just not pretending like something doesn't exist or pretending like something doesn't happen. That doesn't mean it didn't happen. It happened. Learn from it, grow from it, and move on. Um, I've learned, the 21st thing I've learned is to just be still. Just sit down, be still. Like, you ain't always got to be on the go. You ain't always got to be on the move. Just sit down and just sit in it and bask in it and find peace in being still. Um, 22, it's okay to not be okay. I am one of the, probably one of the strongest people that I know. And sometimes I find discomfort in being uncomfortable. Sometimes I feel like, girl, you got to be strong all the time. And I don't have to be strong all the time. I can sit in my room and cry if I want to. I can sit in my room and be disappointed. I can be sad about things. But just live in that moment and know that it's going to pass. Um, number 23, that I'm worth it. Um, sometimes I find myself dumbing myself down for people or trying to show people that I'm, that I'm worth it. And I'm worth it 365 days out of the year. I'm worth it 24 hours out of the day. I'm worth it 60 minutes out of every hour. I am worth it without a shadow of a doubt. And if you don't see my worth, if you don't value it, if you don't appreciate it, then you don't deserve to be in my company. And that goes for friendships. That goes for relationships. Like, I'm a unique little individual. And if you can't see it, if you don't appreciate it, if you don't know my worth, if you don't see where I could fit in your life, then I don't need to be. Um, number 24, um, to prepare for the shifts of life. Life is all about shifting. Life is all about movement. Life is fluid. It's never stagnant. It's always moving. And I just got to be ready for it. Like life is going to throw me curves. I need to be able to like move with the shifts and the curves of life because that's what life is all about. Like life is about seasons. God is going to move you. He is going to take you from A to Z 
from B to M. Like, you never know how God is going to do it and to trust what he's doing and just in those shifts to learn the lesson and grow from it. I'm number 25. Uh, breaks are normal. I needed a break, y'all. I'm one of those people. I think my whole life, I've had an agenda. Like, when I was growing up, I knew I wanted to get into a magnet program, so I prepared for a magnet program. You know, when I get to college, I want to be an AKA. I'm going to do what I got to do to be an AKA. I want to get a job. I'm going to do that. I have never really had a break where I just let life flow, where I just let God do his thing, where I just didn't have a plan. And I needed a break this summer. Like this year, 27 has taught me I needed a break, that I don't have it all figured out. And it's okay to not have it figured it out. It's okay to not have a plan. It's okay to like, to fall back. It's okay to be still and not have ish to do. And I've enjoyed my break and it's made me a better person for it. And I'm so excited about it. Um, next, to clear up the clutter in my life, I am probably one of, like I said, my, my brain is like spaghetti noodles. I'm trying to like straighten out the spaghetti noodles, but I'm a very, like, I'm a junkie person. I'll be the first one to admit, like, I got shoes everywhere. I got clothes everywhere. Not, and I'm not a dirty person. I just got stuff everywhere. But that's, you got to clear that up. You can't operate in clutter. And that, you know, that's like, that's a literal and a figurative thing, like, you can't operate in confusion, Monique. You've got to you got to clear it up so you can be clear and concise about what you want. You know, God can't take you to the next level if you're not taking care of the things that you already have. So I want to be clutter free, and I've learned as soon as I clear up the clutter, God can use me even more. Um, next, the twenty seventh thing I've learned: season and lifetime know the difference. Some people are in my life for a season to teach me something. Some people are in my life for a lifetime to embrace those season and lifetime situations. Embrace those season and lifetime moments because those are what are going to catapult me into the next part of my life. Um, and so as I prepare for 28, my greatest wish is to go into this age and this the next 365 days of my life, God willing, is to be and to have a clean slate to be open-minded, to be energized, to be re-energized, to be happy, to be healed from situations, to be more loving, to be excited, to be optimistic, motivated, to be habitual, to continue to be transparent, to be consistent, and to be intentional with everything that I do. Um, this last year of my life, God has taught me and reminded me that he is everywhere that I am. He's in the clouds. He's in the air. He's in my car. Even when I'm out and about being social, he's there. God is in my heart. He's in my mind. He's on my fingertips. He's at my job. He's at church. Like God is everywhere with me. And he has a tight grip on my life and on my destiny. And he's literally filtering out, filtering out all the things that don't need to be there, that don't need to be present. He's filtering out all the things that don't edify me, that don't satisfy me, that don't put me where I need to be. Um, you know, God has a way of humbling me and making you trust all of him. And I am just so grateful. And I think that this time I'm ready and that the, the elevation that God has for me, I had to go through all the stuff I went through at 20, 27 to put me where I need to be. And I promise that this year for 28, I'm not going to drop the ball. So if things don't serve me, I don't want it. 
If it's not for me, I don't want it. If I got to spoon feed it to you, I don't want it. If I got to force you to do it, I don't want it. I want what's mine. And at 28, I'm going to get it. So guys, I hope that you enjoyed this podcast. It's been a hell of a year, but I'm ready for the next stage and portion of my life. I know it's going to be great and dynamic. I'm so excited about it. So as always, make sure you follow me on Instagram at Monificent11. Make sure you're logged on to the Single Black Female Project, SBFproject.com. We got a huge announcement coming up. I can't wait to share it. Uh, make sure you're following Single Black Female Project at SBF Project on Instagram. Um, and I hope you all have an amazing day. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, make sure you put them at the bottom in this comment box. Please feel free to like and share this post. I'm so excited about the next phase of my life. God bless and Godspeed. And until next time, thanks for giving me one more minute of your time. And I'm going to keep giving you more to listen to and to come back for. Be blessed.